Hi, welcome to the Orion Podcast, hosted by Laurel and Jessa of A Stellar Co. Today, we feature Mr. Eatwell himself, Matt Rebakoff. He's founder of Mr. Eatwell, which is a high-quality, slow-fashion clothing line focused on food and culture. We love chatting with Matt and learning the story behind Mr. Eatwell and their fun clothes. Check them out at mreatwell.com or on Instagram, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Right, I don't know what you want, buddy. This recording, this meeting is being recorded. Yes. I got it. I got it, Microsoft. <laughs> hey, Laurel. Hey, Jessa. Uh, who is our guest today? We have Matt of Mr. Ewell oh, and his dog. Freddie. Freddie. Really? Thanks this is the time? Him. Come here, buddy. Come here. This is actually the <laughs> first dog I've ever formally had on the podcast. Come here. Come here. Freddie, do you like belly rubs? His timing is just like, really? Let's go up here. Uh, I love his point <sighs> of nose. For those of you that well, can't see it, Freddie has a, Freddie is very cute. Um, and Matt's, Matt is almost as cute. Oh. Oh, well, Welcome. thank you. Thanks for joining us. Um, Jessa, how are we connected to Matt at Mr. Ewell? Tell us all the things. Well, I actually saw Mr. Eatwell's clothing line, which is so cool. I'm wearing the hat, I'm wearing the shirt. I have the cup some here. Oh my god. And I love um, this. what's in the cup? What is in the cup today? You know what? I was hoping you wouldn't ask because it's just some dog hair because I just had it sitting oh. in my room. <laughs> you should put I mean, and I don't even care. Like I'm not, I'm not much concerned for myself, but uh, I, I, it does hold liquid. Yeah. It does. It does indeed. And it like, does I think this is the metaphor for Jess's life is like the cup is mostly empty. Just dog hair. It's just dog hair. It's dog hair. <laughs> is it half empty or half full? Uh, it's just dog hair. It's empty with a little bit of dog hair. So, wow. <laughs> that might be my, my, uh, my memoir. There you go. That, that, that's it. Um, empty with a little bit of dog hair. Well, so Matt, Check out at Mr. Eatwell's awesome Instagram. Really, his clothes are so unique. They're in anyway. So I ordered some stuff from Matt. And I just liked his communication as being a customer. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm talking directly to Matt. And he's talking to me like a human. And it's just really noticeable. It's like, oh, I want to support this guy. I want to support his brand. I want to do more. And so um, fun, fun little fact is I had had a glass of wine at the airport at 9 a.m. and I was on the flight. <laughs> Airport and I was like, you know what? Kind of. I'm just going to message Mr. Eatwell and be like, hey, leave me on my podcast. <laughs> I did. He said yes. Yeah, and, why not? Why not? And fun fact, the person who picked me up, when she picked me up, she gave me, she had this t-shirt for me. Ah, uh, jeez. Was it so an Uber driver? Like, no, no. She was just my, my, my friend <laughs> who took shuttle. But I was dying because she handed me this package. And the shirt, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, you won't believe this. But when I got on the flight, I asked Mr. Eatwell to be on the podcast. And he said yes. And so anyway. He's just laying here like this. Freddie, we're just getting really want something for me. And and it's just not going to happen, bud. Got 30, 40 minutes. We got a twofer. We're going to flow. But we got a a twofer. We got a twofer the price of one for Matt. We got Freddie and Matt. grilling me. And I, I'm like, I love how this connection is happening because that's just like what we're all about organically connecting with somebody and then being like, yo, I would love to have you on my podcast. Please join. And you have that personality where you're like, mm-hmm. and all the things I just want to give context. You're going through a lot of things. You had a big day today. It's also a hurricane where you are. You've got, it Freddy. was, yeah. It's a hurricane. We, showed up uh, for us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I did have to reschedule. And I apologize. Um, basically what is today? Today's a Friday. 
two Sundays ago, one Sunday ago, two Sundays ago, a bit of a storm hit. Uh, and my, um, I stayed here for it, which is not something I would normally do, but I, I, really it's a long story, but one thing led to another and I, I had to be here. And, um, I spent most of that day just kind of being like, well, I hope I don't fucking die. Uh, while I like watched my neighbor's roof get blown off from across the street. I'm like, well, I wonder what my roof looks like. Um, so that sucked. Uh, and then the following day I drove with my brother, my girlfriend and my dog and his two cats to Destin you're in you're so you the hurricane was in louisiana right and you the hurricane was in new orleans yeah we rode it out next day i I like (laughs) we lost we lost power we lost cell service uh so between like 2 and 4 30 in the morning i was able to book an airbnb in destin and um we just like got a bunch of shit as much as we could fit in the jeep and we're like okay well hopefully the rest of the stuff is here when we get back and uh, so we drove down to Destin and then we spent a few days there and then our Airbnb was unavailable after that. So we went to, we still didn't have power in New Orleans. <laughs> so then we drove to uh, Foley, Alabama, which I didn't know was a place, <laughs> but it is. And it's like 20 minutes north of the beaches there. Uh, so we spent uh, three or four days there and then the power came back on and now I'm home. Um, but it's been a bit of a, of a, a stretch but your priorities are in order because you said to yourself pandemic hurricane orion podcast not then and really it was actually orion podcast pandemic hurricane but i literally didn't have power to get to the podcast before the hurricane and the pandemic so here i am now on a friday i believe it is and uh, I'm, I'm very happy. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. And, and um, I know that you said that you were psyched that I, that I said, yes, I would never say no to really anything. I'm happy to always say hello to, to people that are willing to even uh, realize that I exist. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. We love it. Well, so uh, again, th- thank you. I know it's a lot and, and we do appreciate it. And we I love yes people. I love people who just say yes and roll with it. So off, off the bat. And Roomba. <laughs> talking out of nowhere. Haven't haven't heard from her in days. Of course she would. Of course she would. Um, so Mr. Eatwell, mm. clothing brand, super cool. I love it. I have a lot of opinions, um, but I'd love to hear from you about it. So the I think your clothing line has food on it, which is just so cool. And it makes me giggle when I wear it. It makes my friends giggle. And I'm just kind of wondering, you know, why did you start it? Why pictures of food? Are you a foodie? <laughs> are you a, are you a fashionista? I mean, you clearly uh, are you're actually watching the podcast, but why okay. one day were you just like, I want to put this clothing on food. So Wait, Here's, I want to put this food on clothing. Yeah, I figured that's probably what you meant. I'm, I'm happy to put clothing on food too, just just oh. to kind of switch things up. Or in uh, cups. And I'm I'm going to try and be as brief as possible because I can be long winded and rambly, and this is is by nature a long story. But the origin, uh, so to speak, of of the company was, um, let's see, where does this start? Two thousand. 
fuck, I don't even know what year it is now. 2000, maybe 18, probably it was. I went to a J. Cole concert. Okay. Really usually doesn't lead to food clothes, but I bought a hoodie at the show and I put the hoodie on. I was like, this is just the most comfortable hoodie I've ever bought in my entire life. So I spent like six months or eight months just trying to figure out because I, <clears throat> I figured J. Cole wasn't making his own hoodies. Like it wouldn't make sense for him to like have a hoodie factory. So I was like, maybe I can figure out where he got this hoodie and then I can just buy some hoodies for myself, blank hoodies that I can have and be comfortable in. I couldn't find it. I'd looked on his website, nothing. And then um, the tag was not there. It just said Dreamville, which is his label. So I was about to give up and I was like, you know, maybe there's a tag in another spot. And I looked here on the hip and there was, there was a tag right there that said exactly what it was. So I ordered one on amazon.com and um, essentially I just had it and it was, it was as soft and comfortable as I expected. And uh, uh, someone I knew had a print shop and um, at the time I was learning how to cook a little bit. So I, I had made pasta and it's, it's like Instagram generation or whatever. So I had photos of the pasta and really, I think I was just laying in bed. I, uh, I, I'm assuming I smoked a bunch of weed and I was like, you know, I feel like this hoodie would look good with a bowl of pasta on it. And I would just wear it. That was the whole, that was the whole thing. So, um, I texted my friend and I said, Hey, do you think you could do that? And he's like, well, it's pretty dumb, but yeah, sure. No problem. So that's what happened. I put a bowl of pasta on a hoodie for myself and um, I just wore it every once in a while. And people were like, that's a great hoodie. Where'd you get it? And I was like, well, you know, and then I told them basically what I just said to you. And enough people said that they would wear one that I was like, okay, all right. Um, I'm also cooking pizza and steak at the same time. So I, I made those at the same time also for myself. And then I just had made a website for my uh, then fiance about a uh, her baking company. She had a, she was she was a baker. She is a baker. She's just not my fiance anymore. And uh, so I just made a website. And uh, basically, I, I my first order was my dad. Uh, he ordered a pasta hoodie, and I printed everything to order. And like my second order was another friend of mine, and um you know, all of a sudden I made a, a king cake thing around Mardi Gras and, um, actually another rap concert, <laughs> another rap concert came up and I was at a, a juvenile show and, um, I that <laughs> back that ass right up. By the way, during the back that ass up at this particular show, uh, um, Angela Bassett, who happened to be in attendance, was brought on stage to back her ass up uh, during the song. So what a moment. I know it was incredible. So I'm wearing a King Cake shirt during this. It's, it was called Shorty Gras. It was a uh, trombone shorty through a, a festival kind of. So Juvenile was the headliner. Him and Manny Fresh. Amazing. Uh, and this guy came up to me and he's like, hey, you know, I'm looking at this shirt. And I was just talking to my cousin. And he knows the owner of the company that makes that shirt. I love it. And I'm like, oh, who's your cousin? I'm the owner of the company. And he's like, oh, uh, my cousin is Pepper Bomber, uh, who's a friend of mine that I know. Um, and Pepper Bomber is the president of Bomber Foods, who makes Crystal hot sauce. So 
I know this is very long and I apologize. I know. This is, Fred, highly enjoyable. This is the going. point. This Keep is going. like, I'm just here for this. Because so, everything you're uh, saying, I'm like, okay, that's where Crystal comes into play. Okay. So, okay. okay. Got it. So, uh, okay. So that happens. And I'm like, wow, that's wild. Someone just like basically like almost recognized, you know, what I do. The next day I text Pepper and I'm like, hey, this crazy thing happened. Uh, I, I ran into someone who says is your cousin. And like, while I'm texting him, he starts buying stuff on the website. And I'm like, hey, Pepper, you know, you have a company. I have a company. We can maybe do some stuff together. And and I was expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, okay, uh, all right. So then that's what, like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going. You can edit this down. Sorry, <laughs> editor. Um, that's like January or that's like, I guess the end of the year of 2020, beginning of the uh, beginning of 2020. So I go down to Costa Rica for vacation at, uh, right after Mardi Gras and him and I had been talking about getting some stuff together. I, I, I like brazenly put up, I, I literally just made a crystal hoodie and wore it to a meeting, uh, with him. <laughs> and, I love uh, that. That's ballsy. That's like yeah. gorilla. I love that. I, 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 like, wore a jacket and I, I basically gave, I gave him a shirt that, that I also made. And uh, I was like, I need you to open that so I can take my jacket off. Uh, so he was into it. So uh, I'm in Costa Rica and it's starting to look like this uh, coronavirus situation might be kind of su- like not a, uh, something that's just going to stay overseas. And I'm like, fuck, this crystal thing is going to fall apart. Like everything is going to shit. And I get a call from Pepper and I'm like, this is it. Like, it's over. Like, you know, fun while it lasts or whatever. And he's like, you know, um, how's it going? And I was like, I'm good. I'm in Costa Rica. Seems like I'm about to come back to a pandemic. And he's like, yes, that's probably true. But everybody is buying hot sauce. We want to get back to the community. We want to get this stuff going. Are you like, can you get going now? And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, this is the opposite of what I thought was happening. Yes, I'll be there. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, and so we ma- we just started making stuff. And um, basically, once people saw that I had the crystal thing, I had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, there's a comedian that loves crystal hot sauce that you should send stuff to. And I'm like, well, that's not how the world works. I don't just I don't know her. You know, I don't have her address. So I tagged uh, I tagged Heather McMahon in a, in a couple posts. And, um, one night I was sitting on my couch and I, I like got a notification from the Instagram and it said, you know, Heather McMahon mentioned you in her story. And I'm thinking like, this is basically like kind of what I was hoping would happen. I don't know what the deal is here. I don't really know too much about Heather at this point. And like, all of a sudden I have like 80 notifications and like, all of a sudden it's like, I have 200 followers or something at the time. 500 more followers in like two hours and then orders start coming in and at this point i don't have anything produced it's all pre-order so i'm like oh geez okay and i so heather buys stuff i start talking to her and i'm just like so thankful and um eventually you know 80 orders come in and um it makes it so that I'm like, oh, wow, I just, you know, I put I put a bowl of pasta on a hoodie and now all of a sudden I might have a company, right? Yeah, so like at this point where you just like, this could be a, kind like, of like there's money the side, entering like... my account that I need to figure out what to do with. And it, it I don't, so, <laughs> so, 
Um, so then um, that happens. We, we produce some things um, and those 80 orders get filled and, and, and some things roll in. And like two or three months later, uh, she posts again and like 200 orders come in overnight. And I'm just like, all right, well, I have a choice. I can either uh, do this, which I really enjoy doing. I've I've no creative background whatsoever. I've never done anything creative. So I was just gonna. I assumed you were like this creative, like graphic yeah, designer or something. No, That's so crazy. so I had never done anything. Um, so I really, <laughs> I was like, I guess I have to learn how to use Photoshop and all this stuff. Um, and so I was doing some work with uh, some friends of mine that own a commercial real estate firm here. And I was like, I, I I work with them twelve hours a day or whatever, and then I have another. 10 hours a day of, of work on my stuff. Like I kind of have to make a choice and I chose this. And, um, a few months later, Heather and I started talking about maybe doing some, some work together, uh, on something more collaborative. And I had sent her a wheel of parm for a gift, uh, because of, you know, I was so thankful. As and you it do. was also like, yeah, someone as, as one does, I used to work in the cheese business. So I had some contacts and like the import. <laughs> Yeah. So I did work in, I, I worked in food for a while and like the core, almost like the corporate side of food. I bought cheese and, um, specialty foods for Murray's cheese. And then for Dean and DeLuca, uh, I was a category manager. Awesome. For them. Wait, so was, back up, was, Matt, what's your so favorite cheese? Yeah. What is your Ooh, favorite cheese? We you know, have to do this. this is, this is going to sound like, um, bullshit. But if I had to live with like only one cheese for the rest of my life, it would be parm because it's got to be the parm. That's something that I, I eat it on every single food. It's great by itself. It, it also is like the thing that makes my life possible right at this point. So um, parm is my Thanks, favorite parm. cheese. Ugh, yeah, seriously. I, I don't know what I would do without it. I'd be poor, I guess, or I'd be working in real estate. Yeah. Wait, what, were you doing real estate before this? Yeah. So I was just, I was, I was doing, I, I, yeah, basically I was, I was working in, uh, for, for some friends that have this like really great, uh, commercial real estate company in New Orleans that do a lot of cool shit. And I liked it. And I really, I was like, oh, this is something I could really get into. I'm going to get, you know, my license. I'm going to do brokerage and like be a real estate guy. I was like, nah, maybe I won't do that. Um, so I just find that interesting because my background, like prior to this, was commercial real estate. I was in it for like 10 years and like all my friends that like I met in my twenties are all in commercial real estate. So I was it's a never, thing. Ever, ever it's a thing that. that happens. Um, I was in it for like three or four months before that. I ran a, a like a, a social club at a pool, <laughs> a membership based social club at a pool. Um, <laughs> this is very diverse. I'm really, I'm highly enjoying. I've had like 15 careers. Uh, That's great. So you're yeah, about to retire. <laughs> I mean, fuck, that's the goal. Right. Uh, As you know, we're talking, just, by the way, I got a text and because I just have ADD and I can't. Oh, is it, is it, is it, uh, yeah, it's after two. So that's great. So it you is, probably got a text uh, about the Heather, well. the Heather, I'm like, yeah, Heather merge. Say it. Let's so see, how, so how are things going? Yeah. What, say what the text message is. Make the announcement, Matt. Oh, uh, so. Uh, okay, so essentially, Heather and I started working together. We made a parm suit, which fucking went insane. Like, we've sold thousands of them, which is the craziest shit I've ever even said in my whole life. Um, and then we uh, started talking about, she's obviously on tour. And I I, uh, I bought tickets to go see her, actually, uh, I guess in, like, 
January or February of last year when life was like a normal thing. And uh, the show got pushed because of COVID. And then uh, it was the show was in Austin. She had already done New Orleans before COVID. So um, I started talking to her about maybe doing some merch for the tour. And her and I had never met until like three or four weeks ago. Uh, we just talked on the phone and, and had Zooms and things like that. So um, myself and, and my, my COO, it's the first time I'm saying that out loud, except to her, I just promoted... Uh, my ops director to COO Woo. today. Woo! Shout out Brooke Haslock. Yeah. Um, who who really is like a godsend. I mean, she she came in uh and like saved my whole life. Um couldn't do anything that I'm doing without her. I know, Fred. Life's not all about you. I just heard Fred. Yeah, Fred just piped in. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who's the godsend? Uh so um Heather's merch, uh, we met finally and, and actually i hadn't met brooke until that trip either so brooke was working for me for like six months and um she lives in florida so i hadn't met brooke i hadn't met heather heather brooke i talked to you like six hours a day uh sometimes more we sat down we had lunch uh we hammered out some stuff and then we we uh saw heather's show which is like i mean i was like i had pretty high expectations going in she blew me the fuck out like blew me away i, I couldn't believe how good it was i was like oh maybe i am in the right business with the right person um so we're doing her merch and it, uh the pre-sale launched today uh, by the time anyone hears this i know buddy y- your life is very easy um the uh the pre-sale will maybe be over even, who knows but um it's been a good day so far and, and uh if i seem a little insane it's because I, I didn't sleep last night i was working on uh the Aww. new site i'm gonna put him on the balcony you want to get some balcony time in for any boy <laughs> come on bud let's go Go ahead. Um, a, well, so so you you verified that Heather McMahon was an actually good. She's a person. Comedian. She's a real she's a human. human. Yeah, she yeah. does exist. Yeah. I mean, she crushed. She really. She <laughs> she just destroyed. And I I mean, I knew like I knew she was hysterical and and uh, obviously, but um, I was just super impressed by everything. Well, <clears> last <throat> night we we took our. I don't know if you remember this, but we took our we took a little like. Uh, a little business road trip up to Big Bear from San Diego. And Big it was, Bear. Yeah, it was it our was, executive quarterly planning meeting in Big Bear. <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> it was snowy. Like I can't even, that story was insane. Anyway, it took us like eight hours to get two hours. It was, we, we ran into some uh, team building exercises. And so it was a pretty stressful time. <laughs> we had, I was we like, did you know what? And Laurel did a great job driving us. And I was like, let's put on something lighthearted. And we listened to Heather's podcast. It was the first time either of us had heard it. I was like, it's a really good show. A fun thing to like, listen to while we're like trying to stay on the side of the mountain in a blizzard. Yeah. And we also, I forgot about that to right now, actually. I was thinking about it. And that's, that's like when we verified that Heather was a a true podcaster. So like you verify legit. that she's a true comedian. We verify she's a true podcaster. She crushes at everything she does, really, actually. So what what are you doing with her now? What's happening now? Oh, what are we not doing? Um, okay, so today we launched um, all of her tour merch, which is, let's see, we've got, uh, a, and this is like a, a fairly light drop. I think we're, gonna, we're just going to keep rolling things up. Yeah. Um, t-shirt, hat, slides, koozies pop sockets so there's like eight or nine things 
plus it's some things that she already had uh, from her first go around, which seems like it was, uh, it was years ago. The tour started two years ago. Um, so that stuff launched uh, at 11 o'clock this morning, Eastern time. And I started uh, because of the hurricane and everything like that. I, I got, I got a little bit pushed back on some work things. So uh, essentially some, some work that I should have started two weeks ago, I started at midnight and um it worked out i guess okay i mean the site works and uh, apparently it's shoppable so um we now make heather's merch and uh um, i mean from like where you went from being like oh this is cool this is a really soft hoodie i'm going to put a picture of spaghetti on it because it seems like a good idea right now and every now day is insane merchandise for like, a touring comedian all during a pandemic <laughs> when yeah, businesses basically. are struggling. I this is very you know, inspirational. Uh, and I, I obviously the, the the pandemic is so objectively terrible that it's it's difficult for me to even say like there's silver linings. But um, I happened to start a sweatpants company like two months before everybody got locked in their house and only wore sweatpants for there a it year. Is. So um, you know, I hate COVID. I hate everything about it. It's been terrible. But without it, I probably don't exist as a business owner so i guess yeah. you know if you have to find a silver lining in the shittiest things that have ever happened to humankind that's like i guess one of them there's got to be i mean there's got to be positive thinking we yeah. need some inspirational yeah. stories to keep us going and so mr you well you're one of them i love that you're like <laughs> right before a pandemic hit where everybody had to go home i basically created the new business suit we <laughs> <laughs> were yeah. they the the ones that I just saw were the tie-dye parm. I'm like real excited about a full tie-dye well, outfit. I have, a, I have a quite well, I'm excited about all I've been the eye in the parm suits. First of all, I say this in a way of respect. I um the amount of money I spend on clothes is mm. conservative because I'm a fashion, I'm a recovering fast fashion addict. Oh yeah. Your, your clothes are priced for Slow quality. fashion. Yes. And I love that. And so I'm really interested in. Like you do a lot of pre-sales. So I'm wondering like about, you know, are you doing, I might be answering the question, but are you doing pre-sales so you don't over order? Like, so you, you fulfill per order and like, sorry, I'm going to stumble through this. But I think what's really cool about what you do is like, it looks pre-ordered. So you're not like overproducing. You're very clear and intentional in your messaging about like, Hey, this is going to take a while. Yeah. This is expensive because there's cool people making this. And I think like Ohio and like it's Phoenix. Just, oh, that we ship. Yeah. It's it, there's a few States involved, but we ship things from, from Ohio, okay. but it, most things are done in Phoenix. And like, as, as we grow, there are also some things that are done overseas, which also takes a long time and it's still fucking crazy expensive. Um, essentially because the, the, the answer is, is that when I first started the company, I didn't have any money. Right. So, cause it wasn't a company. So the pre-order was the only way to make stuff. Um, so A, I didn't know how much stuff to buy because I didn't think anyone was going to buy it. And B, I didn't have any money to pay for it. And if I was like, if people are down to like wait for stuff and are willing to essentially bet that this random dude in New Orleans is, it can make a good hoodie, that um, the pre-sale almost makes it so that I can finance the production right so that's what i did and uh it's less about that now as about wh what you said it, it's difficult to forecast this stuff especially um 
with, you know, Heather's spikes are crazy. Uh, they're very unpredictable and like it, it's less, it's more predictable now that they're just going to be crazy. But um, to answer your question, we don't overproduce ever. Unfortunately, it's always, we, we kind of underproduce on a, on a very uh, consistent schedule um, just because my, of like time. In my opinion, that's um, your competitive advantage. Is it? Yeah, it is because you're going slower. You're slowing down. Um, you're not producing unless something has been ordered. You reduce waste. It's thoughtful. It takes time. Yeah. People spend money on it. The you know you know your target audience. You're very clear up front and transparent about it. Yeah. That is why that is why all these things are this abundance is arriving to you at the right time because yeah. Mm -hmm. And then well, from a less spiritual aspect is my favorite <laughs> thing, which is exclusivity marketing because. You know, in a right. world where we can get anything we want with the push of a button and you want it and you can't get it, you want it more. Yeah, which and, it's, and that's not an intentional thing. It's just the way that our production timelines work and the way that, uh, I mean, I guess at, at some point I'd love to have a situation where like I walk downstairs and I have, like I live above the, the place that makes my clothes and I could just be like, I want to do that now. Um, that's currently not the situation. Um, so... And, and I think something you said about the transparency thing and, and just people being aware of timelines. So one thing that I ran into heavily, uh, especially in the beginning, is I, as I, you know, like I said, I, I did nothing remotely close to any of this ever. So I was very much learning as I went and um, timelines are never right from when you hear them. Like they're usually, it seems like half, half the time they tell you to when it actually is. So I found myself with like three or 400 orders to be filled. And it was like things that were going to supposed to take four weeks. Well, I was looking at like eight weeks. I'm like, fuck, like I've got 400 people that I have to disappoint. Right. And I'm, I'm like a big people pleaser. So that's really hard for me. So I've been treated like such garbage by every company almost I've ever bought stuff from. Right. You know, I'm a long time AT&T subscriber. And like, so I'm just used to people being like, Sorry, fuck you. Um, totally. So I, <laughs> totally. so I was just like, all right, I'm going to do the opposite of that. And uh, when I ran into production delays or anything that was, it seemed like was going to make things longer or whatever, I just tried to get ahead of it as much as I could. And um, I called as many people as, as I could. I made like hundreds of phone calls to just be like, hey, it's Matt. Sorry to bother you. I just, I, I'm, it's going to be late, you know? And, um, and people really were like, wow, I, I feel like I'm being treated like a human being, which is a very low bar, I feel like, but is, is <laughs> one that's very rarely hit. Um, so, and, and, and I also am lucky enough to, that, that like the people that buy my stuff are very nice. They're very nice people. So, um, everyone's been super understanding and, and, and this stuff still happens. I mean, we know we're only, the company's only, uh, what month is it? September. Yeah. So it's only like 19, 20 months or something like that. Uh, old. Well, I'm just like, like, I think what's important to note here is that you owner of company called human beings, called customers directly and had conversations. I want to ask you, what is the most memorable conversation that you had Ooh. with the customer? Oh, that's a great question. Like, did um, anybody just like blow up at you or was everybody like, honestly, yeah, not really. 
Um, I, I, there's people that I, that I have become friends with through that stuff, um, that I talk to on a regular basis that I was like, you know, I was at the dog park making fucking phone calls and there's, I made a friend that I'll probably know for the rest of my life, just being like, Hey, your stuff's going to be late. And she was funny. And like now, you know, she's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one woman in Canada who really defied the stereotypes and was a fucking asshole about a Christmas, a late Christmas thing. And I was like, I was like, okay, Kate, you know, like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, No, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I I love you guys. (laughs) Um, but uh, other than that, almost everybody has been like, yeah, I get it. And, 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 and especially around the holidays when I found out things were going to, some, some people's orders were going to be late. You know, I was like, Hey, if there's anything I can do, I will record a video message like of me with the person's item. Cause I like, I have at least one of everything for myself um, being like, Hey, John, you know, you're like Miranda did everything right. She ordered three weeks ahead of fucking Christmas. And like, it's my fuck up. Here's what you're getting. It's coming. I promise. And um, I, I wrote, I sent an email out to hundreds of people being like, if you want to do this, I'm happy to do it. And so I, I recorded a shit ton of those videos. Um, that, so, uh, how long did that take you? That a, lo- is, a long time. Yeah. Listen, Miranda tried everything. <laughs> she really, she did everything right. Um, and as you can tell, I don't, I'm not brief. So every one was two minutes long and I'm like, then I got to edit it. And I have to put like titles of like that person and, the date and i'm just like god damn it what am i doing to myself but in the end like those people still buy stuff from me so um and they they, they it went from what could have been like a really shitty customer experience to people that will you know probably buy stuff from me until i'm no longer a company or until they die or until i die or whatever however this thing ends um so I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't have any experience running a company. And I, I, I think that's probably obvious to at least people that, that uh, are in, in this thing with me. <laughs> but um, I just try and be like a normal human to other humans. I love that. Well, it, and it's obvious. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm writing all this like, you know. When I appreciate it so like, much. I, I really it. do. And I really do appreciate it. It blows my mind whenever I see anyone wearing anything. So oh, I, I, love I, it. I do I, like it. Wait, I was, anybody uh, wearing anything? Like, are you usually... Everyone's who naked. Who do you hang usually. out with? <laughs> <laughs> a- a- anytime I see anyone wearing my stuff, I'm fucking blown away. Or truly, I was I really wearing am. this... Well, anytime I wear this hat, I think it says, it says, like, Mr. Equal, but crossed out with Ms. Equal. And it's the pink hat. And anytime I wear it, I can see people staring and kind of squinting their eyes. And I know they want to ask. And I'm also kind of like, I don't really know how to describe this. <laughs> and so... I don't I either. At, I was at, like, brunch a few weeks ago. And this happened and we're sitting there. I was like, well, and I went into my whole story. I was like, well, there's this comedian I follow and she had this stuff and there's this guy and these clothes and, you know, and then I was like, and then there's like Parmesan shaped down onto a plate of pasta. And they all just like died laughing. That was the funniest thing. And I pull out my phone, I'm showing them pictures and they're like, that's amazing. And like, someone like tried to order a farm suit at the table. I was like, I don't think you can get it. Yeah, yeah. it's tough sometimes. Anyway, it's just like, so like, it's so fun. It's like fun to be part of. And like, it's like this whole like little kind of, community that you're building to people like you know like I love to wear this in the airport because I want people I was like I want you to know that like I know like we're you know we're on the same team here I well I, I really appreciate that it makes I'm blushing a little bit I think but oh, um, Jess is throwing up the flags like to oh, everybody yeah. like w- 
Waving the flag. I love it. And I'm that person where I'm like, if I like something, I tell everyone. And if I don't like something, I tell everyone. There is just no getting out of my opinion. I love that very much. As long as I'm on the right side of it, I guess. (laughs) Well, so I have a question, kind of what you were saying. Um, And I have a product business. And so I'm kind of interested. Like I was telling you, I think before recording, like I really like your approach. And I literally, I literally take notes on what you do because I want to be the type of business owner that you are. And I'm wondering if you have any advisors or people who are like, oh, you should do this. You shouldn't do that. Or if you're just like very intuitive of like, this feels good. I want to do this. This is cool. I want to do this. Uh, Yeah, I don't really have that many people that do that um i mean uh, brooke <clears throat> especially for the first like year i really had uh, almost no one um i had like some family friends that that run that have run like successful companies that would reach out to every once in a while and just be like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like should i keep doing this um but mostly i just tried to be like okay if i'm a customer right what would i want and that's kind of just how i do things um but now uh I don't really make too many decisions, although I don't really, my sleep schedule is different than hers. So I make a lot of decisions in the middle of the night and she just has to deal with them in the morning. But Brooke, uh, Brooke keeps me, keeps the company like somewhat grounded where it's like, okay, Matt, no, we can't make like 70 million ashtrays that are in the shape of joints because like, there's just not time to get those out um, and delivered by drone or whatever the fuck it is that I want to do in the middle of the night. So um but as far as like actual advisors, uh, there's there's one dude that I talk to every once in a while that I've known since I was like five years old. Maybe I guess he's known me since I was a baby, but I just wasn't that conscious before that. Um, a friend, a friend of my dad's. Um, but I just try and go with my gut and hope that I'm not wrong. Right. I guess that's the. I guess that's it. And I'm yeah, wrong like a lot of the time. No, I. I was as an outsider, you're clearly doing something right. I mean, I'm wearing your clothes. Um, and you know, <laughs> like that I, that I own, I should say, but it's, um, I just, I, I'm like really interested in it because it's, how do I say this? Like, it seems like you're doing everything the right way naturally without having to pay some like giant agency to sit there and like craft this messaging to pretend that you're a real person sending a real message. Mm. You're just like a real person sending this real message. With yeah. Real I don't agents. have money. I don't have money to pay any kind of agency. And also I don't trust any kind of people like that. So, um, because those are the same people that advise like AT&T to tell people to go fuck themselves. Exactly. You know, so, um, I yeah, I don't, I, I'd like to, I, I, they're just the worst. I'd like to uh, maintain kind of at least this level of, um, you know, touch uh, that I can, that I can on, on like the customer experience until I can't. And um, I don't know, maybe that'll be never. And, and I'll just be able to do this until I, until I can't anymore until someone's like, Hey, here's so much money that you just don't want to, you just will take it. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Let's, that's it. Okay. I love beach. Um, so um, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens, but, but that's kind of the philosophy is just to, to, to be um, how just be treated to treat people like I would want to be treated as a customer. And I buy a lot of shit. Um, I'm a big consumer more than I would like to, but um so, so I, I've been treated like garbage by a lot of different companies, you know? 
Well, I, I, I think it's not just like you treat customers. Well, you also have a give back model. Of oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I think that's lovely. <laughs> that's that. That's lovely. We, and that's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just something. Okay. So yeah, I'm so bad at this. So I, uh, I started that like day one of the company, I think literally day one. So it's just so a part of the business model that I don't even like, I don't even really think about it and mention it. That's which, noteworthy. We'll mention it for you. It's thank you. 10%. <laughs> well, and yeah, it's, it's, it's like 10% of, of, of net profits. And, and uh, so every I'll month, a, every month it's a different charity. So the way that we did it in the beginning is um, every person that checked out told me the charity that they wanted the portion to be donated to, which was like a hassle, but I loved it. Right. It's like when I pay my taxes, I'm like, this is garbage. You know what I mean? Like, I hate everything that this goes to. I live in a city that's basically a giant pothole and nothing gets fixed. And like, the, obviously, the federal government doesn't do anything better. So to just give people a choice of, to be like, OK, I want I believe in this cause. Uh, and I also it has to be something that I like don't fully disagree with. I Even back then, I was just like, oh, yeah, you want me to just go to the NRA? That's just not going to happen. It's going to like Planned Parenthood. Thank you. Um, but um, my customers aren't really NRA people anyway. I was, so, that was going to be my follow-up question, yeah, but I no, was like, no, I was deliberating. I very rarely get like, fuck you, you liberal. Uh, most people are like, yeah, you're right. Um, Texas is stupid. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, once it got to a volume of like, it wasn't, 10 orders a week anymore uh and i couldn't just donate like four dollars at a time to 17 different charities uh or whatever um actually right before we launched with parm suit we were like maybe we should make it so that this is like one charity a month that people have input on and, and like we are able to because otherwise it'll be kind of a nightmare and thank god we did because it, it would have been like i would have had to hire someone full-time just to to donate a few dollars to to all these different charities so now we do um, we do a percentage of every sale to uh, a different charity every month, um, and we I mean it runs the gamut from like you know uh, mental health charities that that um, or causes that uh, help like fight psychosis in New Orleans to to I've given a bunch of money to Planned Parenthood because I I just very heavily believe in what they do, and they're under attack by like seventy billion people at all times, um, and uh, so you know. It's something I think that's important, and um, I'm never going to stop doing it. Uh, even though financially, it probably it it sometimes is like, oh, we had a good month. And it's like, ah, but we got to give all you know, give the money to the I people. Like it's like, that, okay, no, it's, it's like good. it feels good. good. It feels good. I mean, that's what we do at a, at a seller co at our business. We donate qu quarterly, a percentage quarterly, and we've grouped it into three buckets. It's uh, uh, programs that give back to people or take care of people. Um, Programs that give back to wildlife, abundance, and diversity. Ooh, love we're, that. Yeah, we're yeah, environmental. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, we're environmental folks. And then we also give back to like, um, and when I say when I give back to programs that take care of people, I mean like justice, like peace and justice initiatives. So we've given to the Equal Justice Institute and things like that that take care of um, our BIPOC communities. And then um, we give back to businesses or nonprofits that support businesses that have give back programs like yours. What? 
Yeah, because that's, that's crazy. Like, that's us that's supporting the an economy huge. that like that's us supporting a regenerative give back economy. And that, that's, that's amazing. What we do. That's an incredible yeah, that's an incredible initiative. I love that. Um, you don't have to just give to charities. You can also give to businesses. But I've never I, heard of I've never heard of that before. That's an, that's crazy. I well, in in my vision of the future of our economy, we won't need philanthropy because we will have internalized all of our impa- our negative impacts. Well, and so then you we'll better just tell be Bill Gates and them to just go fuck themselves. I guess. Oh, I have we whole other podcast to talk about all that. Whole What's other up, podcast. Boy? Freddie has joined us. Freddie's <laughs> entered the, the chat. chat. <laughs> but, well, I know, I, no, I just soon, want to say thanks for sharing who you give to and standing firm and and um keep doing that because that's again that's another competitive advantage. I know that not everything comes down to the bottom line, but it but that's what sets Mr. Ewell apart. It's not just your your food on clothing, it's not just your relationships with your customers, it's also your business model. Well, I appreciate that very much. I'm glad that you guys care. Um, it makes it easier because like, uh, sometimes I'm stressed, you know? Um, so it's nice to hear that people care. It makes it a little bit easier. Oh, <laughs> Especially yes. on days where I'm well, like, I haven't slept in 40 hours. I was going to say, so speaking like, of caring, we could probably wrap this up and let you go get a nap and poor Freddie, um, be like, yeah, you might have to go outside. Somewhere. It seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three Fred, key you got to move, bud. Come here, bud. Three key takeaways. Yeah, let's do it. Three key takeaways. To walk away with from me not from yes, you ideally okay uh and the listeners are what business owners or they're just we're, they're there's just average people. the yeah, people. people okay all right here's one treat other people like human people um no matter what whether they're the people serving your food or 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 uh cleaning your bathrooms or whatever just be nice to people. It's just that life is too short to be a fucking dick to everybody that you meet or even anybody that you meet. That's one. Uh, two, if you have an idea, oh, this is an important one. If you have an idea and it sounds crazy or dumb and it's nothing like you've ever done before, still do it. Um, because it could lead to this thing where you get to like do something you didn't even know you loved forever. And I, you know, that's wishful thinking, obviously. I've only been doing this for like 20 months. But um, if, if things continue, maybe I'll be able to do that. And then the third is um, find, find like people that will um, tell you the truth about your shit um, and, and, and keep you like sane. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I just have to say, Brooke really saved my fucking life. So uh, this is basically about her. Find a Brooke if you can and just make it so that, like, you don't have to do every single thing by yourself. And there's someone to, to, to at some point be like, hey, you need to go to sleep or hey, um, you, you can't you can't just make, you know, every single thing that you want because we have to buy stuff or you know what I mean? So like um i'd say that those are the probably the, and, and if, if i have a fourth a bonus fourth find find a fred uh especially Aww. if you get locked in the house for like a year get a dog just get a That's... dog adopt a dog rescue fred and uh just be nice to people you know i, I think that's really the number one's really the biggest one yeah i would say that we align with everything that you're saying Dogs well, included, Brooke included. Justa is my Brooke. 
I'm just as Brooke. <laughs> I love, I love this. I love um, it. Well, thank you so much, Matt. You're, this is wonderful. We appreciate it. You know, of course I, I appreciate you, you both. On. Thank you so much for your time and for, for having me on and, uh, for all this amazing shit that you do. And, and let's talk more soon. Cause I want to hear more about what you do. And, 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 um, I feel like I don't know much, you know, now I know that you just give money the things that are, are important. So I like that too. So, um, have oh, a yeah, great rest of the, the day. Of us. No, no is- we'll be back. This is a relationship, uh, whether you like it or not. It's happening. I like it. I like it. Yay. Okay. Uh, we're we're brooking you and telling you to go take a nap. Thank okay, you so much. Okay. We appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Send it, Jessa. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Orion Podcast. If you're looking for a thoughtful gift for yourself or others, shop ethical jewelry with a story at article22.com. Enjoy 10% off qualifying purchases with promo code ORION10. That's www.article22.com and code ORION10. Enjoy!